soundproof. another episode of soundproof creatives with me your girl angela and you know this episode is going to leave you inspired it's going to fill your faith it's going to just have you just feeling free i have the incredible poet author singer randy j norman and this is who randy is yes the world will bow down and say you are God. Every man will bow down and say you are king. So let's start right now. Why would we wait? King of glory. Feel this place. I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. King of glory. Feel this place. I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. Hallelujah. Randy Norman, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you, my sister friend? I am doing so well. Thank you. And thank you for joining me. It's like, I can honestly say that you were the one who made me the most nervous on interviewing. And it's not to take away from anyone else that I've interviewed. But I can honestly say that you were the one where I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I got my game up. Not that I wasn't having my game up on the other ones. Right. But, uh, but yeah. So do you ever get that and, you know, get that feedback that you're like, okay, I got to make sure that I'm on, you know, that I'm on point. I do. It's so funny though. Cause I'm like, I'm just me. I'm just me 24 <laughs> seven. This is it. But you know what? I think it's it's just your spirit and it's your aura and it's like and it's how you approach things. Um, for people that don't know Randy, what do you say? Who do you think? Who do you believe that you are? And what do you portray, creatively, personally, and in your faith? Um. Hmm. Oh, Angela. Let's see. I know. <laughs> um. I'd say that um, one of the things that God has graced me to do is to be able to put feet to vision. Mm. Um, And so I know that I am called to be um, a gap filler and I'm also called to, I'll tell you one of the scriptures um, that I stand on is um, where the word tells us to become all things to all men so that some may be saved. And so I just believe that um, God will use me in any way that he sees fit. Um, one of the things my husband always teases me about is that my prayer always is whatever you want, God, what do you want? Whatever you want, 
whatever you want and he's always like you better be more specific i'm specific with god and i'm like that's what the holy spirit gives me because i believe that he's designed me in that way to be able to be whatever he wants me to be wherever i am in whatever avenue that is and so you know in addition to that you know i i find that that shows up everywhere and so i'm a I'm a wife. I've been married for 15 years to my husband, who um, I have known since we were eighth graders. Um, <laughs> and um, now we're 40. So <laughs> um, it's been a long time. We have two amazing children, a 13-year-old daughter, Miss Layla, and our 10-year-old son, um, as I call him, Master Trey. Um <laughs> Yeah, I work full-time for the ministry as Director of Communications um, at Revealing Truth Ministries. Um, And, you know, I got my hands in a whole lot of different things as God leads, um, but he always graces me to be able to do what he's called me to do because that's kind of how he built me. (laughs) And, you know, I I always say that people, you know, see the fruit of something and they don't understand, like, the seed that was planted or how to start happen. So creatively how did your creative journey start oh man um i think it kind of depends on what facet of it that you want to um unfold because for me um i as a child i was always a i was a musician um Mm -hmm. i started playing in the band you know in eighth grade you know and then did that all throughout high school and all throughout college um i've always kind of been a been a little bit of a writer you know like and a little bit of a speaker you know like but the thing about it is I never really thought that I could that I was good at any of that that I never really desired to do because people would push me and 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 kick me no you're gonna no you're gonna host this <laughs> no you no I, I I need I need you to write this I need, and I'm like no 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 I don't want to do any of that you know mm-hmm. um And I would say um, probably once I got to Revealing Truth Ministries, and I just thank God so much for um, sending me to Revealing Truth um, because he then sent me to the drama department. Mm -hmm. And when I met Miss Ireland, that changed my life. It absolutely changed my life. Miss Ireland changes everyone's life. And that's for the better and for the positive doesn't she i mean and i always tell her i said girl that's what you meant to do mm-hmm. you know and so she oh my goodness when i tell you her the phrase she always used to use was um you here from the holy ghost what is he saying you know so he she will tell you what you're going to do but she is never going to tell you how you're going to do it because mm-hmm. that's your responsibility to trust the holy spirit that's on the inside of you to figure that out now you do that and so she taught me how to do that and she pushed me in such a way that um did not allow me to quit did not allow me to back away um taught me how to move through the insecurity and the uncertainty and the nerves and Mm -hmm. like all of that you know it's like she pushed me i joined drama and probably um i kid you not maybe um a week after I joined drama, she put me on platform. Wow. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And she was like, yeah, let's go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> At a conference, no less, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that kind of kicked things off for me in terms of just kind of steamrolling and understanding that, okay, 
God, we we working on some things here, mm-hmm. and even throughout and throughout the process of being in drama, like I. I came to understand that God was working on some things, you know, with me. He was shaping me. He was molding me. He was getting rid of some stuff. He was helping me to come to better understand who he is and who I am in him. Now, how did you not rebel against that? Because, you know, you know, we as human beings, you know, when, when God says, okay, um, join this department. And then, like you mentioned, you know, she, you, you had to you know, your first platform was at a conference. So how did you not say, okay, you know what? I'm just not going to do it. Yes. This person says, you know, look, you hear from Holy Ghost, you need to do it. So what made you decide, okay, I am going to go ahead and do it. And I am going to go ahead and be obedient. What does, what made that click in you? First of all, (laughs) first of all, when, when the Holy Spirit first told me to go join drama, oh, I ran. Oh, I ran. I read. We're not going out like I didn't run. I read. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew that if I saw her, because I knew if I saw her and she asked me to mm-hmm. come to drama, I was going to say what time is practice. Like I knew I was going to say that, but I knew that I I didn't want to. Like my flesh didn't want to because I was scared. I was nervous. What is this? I didn't mm-hmm. sing and been in music all my life. I've been running from the platform and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want none of that. I don't want none of that. Right. And so literally when I saw her, I would go the opposite direction. <laughs> I think a lot of us did that. Oh, <laughs> listen, I promise you. And I never forget the day I did not see her and mm-hmm. I was going and almost ran into her. And what's the first thing out of her mouth? So Randy, when are you coming to practice? God doggone it. I knew it. The Holy Spirit had already told me that I needed to go to drama and what was going to happen when I saw her. He had already told me, but I was running. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was that encounter. Almost ran into her first words out of her mouth. So Randy, when are you coming to drama? I looked at her. When is practice? Monday. This was on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Monday. Yes, ma'am. I'll be there. I was at practice the next day. (laughs) Right. And so it was like out the gate it was one of those things because the other thing is that holy spirit had told me that i could not say no to her whatever she said it was whatever you need miss i that became my response i don't care how i felt it was whatever you need miss i whatever you need miss i what i have come to learn about that though is even in that because Mm -hmm. as we are you know leaders as we are um people of authority under authority as we learn how to walk in submission um then we learn that not only does the holy spirit speak to us directly but he speaks to those who he has given authority in our lives right for our good Mm -hmm. and so what i've come to learn is that through that relationship and what what god had me doing with her he was teaching me how to do that with him and so if I could do that with somebody that I could look in the face, I could see eyeball to eyeball, that it would be standing shoulder to shoulder with mm-hmm. me, that I could submit to her and say, whatever you need, Miss I, I could trust her word, I could trust her guidance, I could trust her direction because I was submitted to her, mm-hmm. then how much more can I do that with God? That I can trust his word, I can trust his direction, I can trust what he tells me to do, and I can know that that is going to be for my good mm-hmm. because I can't see him. And so I've come to understand that that's what he was trying to teach me in that relationship at that time to be able, hey, I got this. 
I got this under control and I sent you to her for purpose. So trust it. All right. And so even as challenging as it was out the gate, those were my instructions. And so I just roll with it. Okay. Whatever you need, Miss I, that was my phrase. <laughs> and you know, and I think it, it showed the true leadership in you because um, when I was in a drama department, even for a short period of time, you can see the, just the leadership and the anointing and just the confidence that you had, no matter what she asked you to do. Because one of the things um, I remember, it was you, it was myself and Jason McGriff. And one of the Sundays, they asked us to do a spoken word piece. And, um, and I think that was your first time doing, the spo- doing a, a spoken word. I remember you mentioning that. Uh, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell at all that that was your first time because that's how much, you know, you were like, okay, I have to get the memorization. And, and I know the skills built up just even when you were in the, um, in the drama, I mean, in the, um, the music department. So what was your... Uh, what were your thoughts when she mentioned, okay, Randy, you're going to be a part of this, um, part of this, this, this group or this presentation. So you have myself and Jason that have kind of like, y'all are poets. Okay. See? So this is what y'all do. <laughs> See? So we're, you know, we're, we're the season, you know, seasoning poets. So then when she said to you, okay, you're going to be doing this. What were your thoughts at that time? Okay, I've been doing drama. I've been doing the music. Now I'm going to put you in this other avenue. And what were your thoughts? And what were, at that point, how did you come to write your part? So this was really interesting because I had always said that I don't write. I don't write. Mm. So if you write it, then I'll speak it, but I don't write. You know, period. I don't care what it is, right? And I never forget one night I'm in my bed, minding my own business, trying to sleep, and the Holy Spirit wakes me up in the middle of the night, and I have this urge to write. Mm. I was like, "What is this?" It had to be a two, two or three o'clock in the morning. I grabbed my phone, and my husband was asleep grab my phone I go into the bathroom and I just start to type everything that's coming out is just it's just coming it's just coming it's just coming and I probably was in there a good 20 minutes or so just typing mm-hmm. and then when I finished I was like okay that's it and I went I read through it I was going so fast it was all kinds of mistakes and all that I cleaned up the words and the spelling and all of that okay we done all right we done I went back and laid down when I got up the next day, I was like, was I dreaming? <laughs> I don't know if I was dreaming. But mm-hmm. we, we let, let's see what's in this phone. I opened up the phone. Sure enough, it's a whole piece. And I was sitting there. I was like, God, what is this? Like, I don't even know what this is. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Holy Spirit told me to take it to Jason McGriff. And I took it to him and he read it and he looked at me and he said, you're going to minister this. And I said, no, I'm not. (laughs) And he said, yes, you are, but it's okay. It's okay. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, this man has lost his mind. Then the next thing I know, here comes Miss I. So this is what we're doing Mm -hmm. on this Sunday coming. This is what we're doing. 
and you're gonna do this and Jason is gonna do this and Angela's gonna do this but you because Jason already told me that you had something I I just looked at her whatever you need miss I And then Jason told me that we were going to he we were going to um, put it to music, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's a whole nother thing," mm-hmm. because now I'm I got to memorize this that I'm already nervous about doing, and putting anything to music is a whole nother thing because music will surely distract me. I'd be mm-hmm. going somewhere. It's a whole nother thing, and I remember um, Jason coming to me and he said, okay, we're going to, we're going to rehearse it and I'm going to bring you in. And he had Antoine playing for us and we went, um, into rehearse and I had been practicing, but I had only been practicing in my head. Right. I had never had the courage to actually speak the words, never spoke the words that I wrote that night. And when we went in that room and Antoine started playing, and McGriff did his part, his piece, and then he had me do my piece, and I completely lost it. Completely lost it. Because it was the first time that I had actually spoken the words that the Holy Spirit had pinned through me. And it was the first time then that I also understood mm-hmm. why it was important at the moment was because God was trying to teach me and trying to show me that he did have something to say and he wanted to use me to say some of it and I was built to be able to withstand the power of what he wants to say through me because anything that he wants to say through any of us is filled with power Mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't think that we are strong enough to be able to say those things to stand under under the weight of the glory that comes with what he has to say Mm -hmm. but if he's given it to us to speak it then we're also strong enough to be able to handle the power and the force that's going to come with it and that's what he was trying to teach me through that through that particular piece and through that whole encounter because I didn't even get that piece of it until I spoke the words for the first time. Mm -hmm. And so then by the time we made it to platform, you know, I was still a nervous wreck. I was a nervous wreck, but I was like, okay, God, here we go. Here we go. And, you know, it was just such a privilege, you know, to be able to be on the same platform with you guys because like I said, this is what y'all do. You know, he woke me up in the middle of the night giving me some stuff that I don't know what I'm doing. And he teaching me all along the way, you know. And so I'm just, you know, it's one of those things where it's just being a willing vessel, mm-hmm. you know, and and walking that thing through. And, you know, um, one of the things, what is it God uh, calls the, what is it God calls the qualified? Oh, no. What is that saying? Now oh, I'm going to... Girl, I'm messing up the whole saying. I know what it says, and he he know what he's saying too. So he know what he said. <laughs> what is it? God doesn't call the qualified. Wait, wait. And I'm looking at you like you know what I'm talking about. Girl, I, I know what you're talking about, but you I know don't what know what I'm talking about. I know you what know. you're talking about. <laughs> but you know what though? What I'm trying to say is. I believe that was like the catalyst, you know, for you, because then what I noticed is that that was just the beginning of a ministry for you, because the thing is with spoken word, you know, um, and just and I was thinking about it today, the traditional way people go about it is not the way that you went about it, which is still 
God, period. Um, because the traditional way spoken artists, you know, kind of like go through it is you have a poet, they go through an open mic, they may stay at the open mic level, or they may say, okay, let me go to slam, which is more competition. And then people are like, okay, you're a poet. In your case, it was you were a willing vessel. It was God said, this is what I want you to do. And I'm going to use you to the, my words that I'm going to say. I want you to say it and I want you to be a willing vessel. Yeah. And we and the thing is, is what's so crazy about it is you're still on the same level or even higher because you're doing what God has called you to do. Amen. So, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, they didn't go through the traditional way. They, so I'm not going to say they're this or that, but it's that's what man, man likes to put labels on people and say, okay, you're doing this and you have to go through these steps. And God is like, well, no, this is not how I want her to go through. These are not the steps I want her to make. So that's what makes you so special. And, and it's like one of the things that made me want to interview you because I saw a post that you said, okay, I'm doing certain things with Sean. And Sean is like my producer for music. And I'm like, okay, what has she got going on? Because the thing is, is that I know that with the spoken word, it's going to open up these, these doors that traditionally, you know, people look at these, these traditional steps and he, and God is like, no, this is not how I want it to be done. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to surprise her. And I just want you to be obedient. And I just want you to walk it out. Yeah, and this this entire journey has been like that. It has been um, full of surprises, mm-hmm. and and crazy enough, like you know, I told you, Gary's always like, "Girl, you gonna be more specific with God," you know. <laughs> I, you know, I'm always telling God to just, I just want you to continue to surprise me and continue to blow my mind, continue to blow my mind. I want to be, I want to be surprised, you know, by you, God. Um, and this particular. Um, journey has been all about that um and so i released the book um spirit mm-hmm. spoken and you know and as i'm working on it and god was telling me what i needed to to do with it and all of that then the next thing i know is i get another whisper that says um spoken word is meant to be heard mm. and i'm like okay god what is what is that what is that okay and so then he began to show me what to do with that and he said that i needed to call sean my brother friend to sc mm-hmm. um and so i did and you know and of course he got the cheesing as he does <laughs> and he's like oh this is gonna be dope this is gonna be dope yeah. and so when he's when we sat down and kind of talk a little bit about the project you know i told him i said at the end of the day um I know that this is going to be something different and all I want you to do is what God leads you to do. That's it. So I'm not giving you much direction. I'm not giving you any of that because I know who the Holy Spirit is resting and residing on the inside of you. So you let him lead you. And I know that part of this is going to be a part of my growth. It's going to be a part of pushing me outside of more comfort zones, continuing to break more barriers, continuing to push me and stretch me and enlarge me in a way that's absolutely necessary. Um, And so when I tell you no doubt about it, he is certainly doing that because we are in we are still in the process. Uh, We've Mm -hmm. been in the studio once um and laid down um it's going to be four it's four tracks it's the four pieces that are a part of the book Mm -hmm. um 
And so initially that's what we're doing. And so we're working through the process. And when I tell you, every time I'm looking at him and I'm like, bruh, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And, and that's why God doesn't give us a lot of instructions or reveal a lot. Because it's like, we're like, what is going on here? What is going on? But I'm going to backtrack a little bit because because I don't want you to smooth over this book like you mentioned, you know, so because you smoothed through that real fast. So then you wrote you wrote a book. It's called Spirit Spoken, a spoken word journey of faith. Okay, so when did he put the, you know, the seed into you to say, okay, I want you to start writing a book or journaling in order for this information or that these words to become into a book form when did that happen for you um god started talking to me about this book probably 20 sometime 2018 maybe mm-hmm. and i just kept saying mm, okay all right and then little by little like he'll give me which piece okay this is gonna go in there okay all right that'll go and then this this will go in there okay and then 2019 was kind of a interesting year it was a lot going on in 2019 i think and um and and then when we came to the end of 2019 um i was talking to a girlfriend of mine and we were like we know that there are things that god has told us to do that due to life happening things going on we just have not actually put feet to it and Mm -hmm. done those things right and so it's a matter of okay god well did we miss the timing on that or is this you know still you still want these things to go forward you know and so we were like we are going to do it whatever it is that god has told us to do no more 2020 we're getting it done it's happening right and so it was making a decision that there would be no more excuses about it. It was going down. This is what he said. God, if you still want this to happen, we doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was the attitude that she and I, we talked, you know, and it's amazing, you know, two or more come together in agreement, you know, yes. and here we go. We talking, right? Mm-hmm. Saying this is what we're going to do. And 2020 hit, and you know, 2020 has been 2020, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I started, um, I started intentionally sitting with um, sitting with God about the project, like in January, mm-hmm. and then things started happening. Here comes February, March is when the world kind of blew up with COVID, yeah. Yeah. right? And God had already told me that by my birthday, which is the end of April, literally my birthday is April twenty eighth, so the bottom of April, um, I needed to be finished, right? And then I got a new position at work. It was like all kinds of things were going on. COVID pandemonium was happening. Like it was just a lot of stuff happening. And I knew what God had said about this. And I also knew that we had said, me and my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. whatever God said, we were doing it. Right. And so one day I was like, okay, I don't know. God, are we writing today? I got nothing. Right. And that's one of the things I say all the time. I, I got nothing. Okay, because I'm not forcing it. If it, if he want to say it, he gonna say it, mm-hmm. right? And um, one night, actually one one morning, I got up and I had nothing to do that day. I had absolutely nothing to do that day, and I was excited that I had nothing to do that day because <laughs> I was just gonna chill out. Because it's rare that I have nothing to do, 
right? And so I was going to chill out that day. I was already mm-hmm. fully prepared to Netflix, binge some stuff just mm-hmm. to hang. Yeah, but God had other plans. Because mm-hmm. that morning when I woke up, I had, again, an urge to write. And it was like a now. You have to write. I was like, okay, okay, okay. My desk, I needed to clean off the desk, put the computer down. I, get, let's get the chair. We just sit sitting down. I sat down at probably about 9 o'clock in the morning or so. And I don't even recall eating. And I know my husband brought me food and things throughout the day, but I did not move from that computer until probably, I don't know, it was somewhere in the ballpark of three o'clock in the morning. I literally was at the computer just writing all day long. And what's so amazing is that from top to bottom, I wrote the book Mm. from top to bottom put it together he was showing me what the cover needed to look like he was showing me what the format what size it needed to be like he had uh, literally he's taking me to the sites and to the vendors that I would use that would produce it because everybody couldn't produce the size that he showed me everybody because he kept telling me magazine 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 that it needed to look sort of like a magazine feel like a magazine and with the glossiness of it like everything about the project was literally spirit spoken everything about it the words that were that that is in the project, the layout of it, from the pictures that are in it, the feel of the pages, the size of the book, everything. He was that day is when he gave it to me. And so as I'm writing, I'm writing, and then he showed me, go here, okay, I'll go here. He'll bring something else to my remembrance that I had seen, another a vendor or something I had seen. I'll go there. Yep. Oh, they have exactly what you just showed me. I didn't even know what that was until I laid eyes on it. I didn't know what the layout should be until he was until I started moving things and doing things. Mm -hmm. And so everything about it that day was completed. The ISBN number, everything that night happened from top to bottom. And I placed my first order and then I was done. I got in the bed. So this was so purposeful. Yeah, You know, this was like, like you said, complete from top to bottom. And he didn't allow you to make any excuses. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that's what's just so amazing. I was like, okay, wait a second. She glossing over these details. <laughs> Let's find out how this works. So then do you find that there is going to be another book that you're going to be, um, that you're going to be creating? Yeah. And uh, um, one of the things out the gate is he told me that this would be volume one. Wow. Um, and so volume two, he's already kind of begin to give me the pieces that I've written that are going to go in volume two, mm-hmm. you know, and so I haven't like, started doing anything with it at all. But, you know, it's one of those things where I think what um, even through this conversation um, you kind of come to see about me, too, is that it's when he read it, he'll do it, you know. And, you know, and one of the things I say all the time is I don't need it till I need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it till I need it. So when when he determines that it's time to go with it, then it'll be time to go with it, you know, and, you know, we'll 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 do what needs to happen. And if he wants to do it in a matter of hours, he'll do it in a matter of hours. If it's a part of the process. And so there's things that I need to do and it's going to take a long time for it to happen. It'll happen that way. And so I'm just I'm going to just trust it, you know, and and roll with it. But I I do know that 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 there will be at least the volume, too. (laughs) 
I agree. That is just amazing. How do you find balance, though? Because you mentioned you work for the ministry, you have a family, you have, you know, departments that you're serving in in church. You have your outside life where your professional life, which I'm sure is completely different (laughs) than what you're doing. So how do you find balance and all that? And what do you say to people that say, you know what, I don't have the time to do this because something else is going to suffer. There is no such thing as balance. Um, And it is, for me, it's about whatever God is leading me to do. And I believe that I thank God for my husband um, because we are are truly partners in this. And I know that God put us together um, because our journeys are side by side. Like, there are seasons in our lives where, or times in our lives where, you know, like I take the lead at home because of what, what God has him on assignment doing or vice versa. He takes takes the lead at home because of what God has me doing. And we work together so perfectly that there is nothing missing, lacking or broken in our children, in our marriage, you know, to take the time that we need to be able to spend time together and do the things that we need to do to continue to strengthen our marriage and to make sure that our children are well taken care of um you know and i just believe that again god is going to grace you to do whatever he's called you to do and so things can get a little interesting and get a little messy when sometimes we decide that we're going to do something mm-hmm. you know we're going to do something we're going to take on something um we're going to walk something out and maybe holy spirit hasn't necessarily told us that we're going to do that or maybe we saw something and we think that's the piece of the puzzle so we need to do that because that's you know like Mm -hmm. that makes sense to do it that way because of what we know he said that we're going to end up doing Mm -hmm. kind of thing and it's not that we're trying to you know get in the way or trying to create our own way it's just the human part of us you know and so we begin to do that and i think that for me is that oftentimes when i find myself getting where either i'm tired or things aren't quite working well together or something just seem a little this seemed like it's just a little too much happening you know mm-hmm. then i do have to take a step back and say okay randy are the things that you've put your hands to do are those things like is that what he told you to do this time Mm. You know, or you, or you, you just, you just think that that's that's how you did it last time, so that's how you're gonna do it this time. Or you just think that's a good idea, you know? Like, so what, what is that? Or I, right now, you, you know, you being a crutch when a leg is really important, you know? Because sometimes we can do that too. We, tr- mm-hmm. we can fill in somewhere, and we can be a gap filler, which I know that I'm called to be, but that doesn't mean I'm supposed to fill every gap. You know, and so I always tell people, I say, you know, a crutch is good. It's going to get the job done. It's going to get you from point A to point B. It's going to do that. But ain't nothing like a real leg. Just you need to say it. So what do you say? What do you say to the person, though, that says I don't have a support system? I don't have someone in my life that can take on a job of raising children or be able to give me time to be the creative, uh, to do what I believe that God has called me to do. Or I feel like I have this passion that I need to pursue, but I don't have that support system that will allow me to do that. Yeah, God is so good. He is so good because he's not he is never going to leave us without aid or support to carry out the thing that he has called us to do. Not Mm -hmm. never. Not never. He just good like that. Just good like that. And it could be something as simple as somebody comes into your life all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because there is something that he has assigned you to do and it's like an end suddenly somebody has showed up that you just feel like a kindred spirit feel like you've known them all your life and you feel good about them being with your kids like you feel good about and you know and it's like trust that you know trust that he is sending you well-timed help like he he's so good about that and so it's one of those things that we we can never look at what we what we have before us you mm-hmm. know it's like just remember that if god has called us to do it he he gonna give you what you need in order to carry it out everything that's every resource the people resources the financial resources like everything he's gonna give you to do it that is a perfect answer because i i think sometimes we make excuses why we shouldn't or because we get so fearful i think of the vision um so that's a perfect answer so one of the things i asked you to do um is to use your creative side and you know i I know you're like what do you want what song you want me to sing what all you want me to do because i just want i always believe that you know, I like to stretch and I like to let, let's, let's keep you on your toes. So one of the things <laughs> I asked you, yeah, one of the things I asked you to do was um, to give me a, to do a spoken word piece representing your discovery moment. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the very first piece that I ever, I ever wrote. Nice. Um, that one is, um, It's a diamond in the rough. And um, it starts in solitude. The night is quiet. I sit and remember how I used to enjoy the solitude and quiet of the night. That is what this is really all about, huh? Getting back to those things I used to do, the things that spoke to my heart and mind, the things that rounded me out, made me multifaceted and multidimensional. The diamond in the rough, in the rough, lost, not knowing you are a diamond. In your natural state, it is purest and most valuable, ready, ready to be polished and fine-tuned, becoming what you are while acknowledging what you won't ever be, ordinary. (laughs) Diamond, special, unique. It's a process. Don't hate it. Don't judge it. Don't overthink it. Just do and be and allow the old unnecessary layers to be sloughed off. Who are you? A diamond in the rough. Rough times, rough places, rough people, rough, just rough all around, but shining. Shining in spite of, shining, shining in the midst of, shining because of, shining because if you don't, can't, won't, who will you be? Cut carefully by the creator, the path is clear, don't you see? Your color resembles that of a rainbow showing great promise. Your worth measured higher than carrots. An imitation can be beautiful, but will soon tarnish. Daily wear and tear cannot be handled. The certificate of authenticity has been issued and is available. Stop putting it on a shelf and trying to be some soon to tarnish something else cheap. You almost got me, but I see you version. You cannot be duplicated. When his light hits you, what will be revealed? Can you see it? Oh, the beauty that is his creation. Do you see it? Out of the hot heat, out of the side of man or mountain, perfectly imperfect, unique, one of a kind. Will you see it? Her. Choose to be found by the only one who should be looking. 
you. How spectacular and radiant. How useful, sharp, strong, powerful, beautiful, precious, diamond. You. Woo! And I don't ever want to hear you say this is what y'all do because this is what you do too. You you do this you do this too. You are a spoken word artist. I know it's like like I said no labels, but you 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 doing you know you doing what you're supposed to do. Randy Norman Gap Filler qualified called. That's that's the thing. He he. What is it? He. I'm gonna get this. <laughs> He calls the call and not a call, but that's what it or whatever it is. But thank you yeah, yeah, yeah. so much. I know I'm getting it. I know he's like really Angela. How many times you go mess this up? So <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Um, it was just this has been like I don't I don't even know what to say. This has been like so inspirational. This has been so just like, just wow. Cause you know, one of the things that I said, okay, Lord, how do I do this? How do I, you know, how do I, um, how am I gonna do this interview? Or what do you want me to say, do or what, you know? And he just said, be led by the spirit. Yeah. So it was just been an awesome experience just being with you and just to hear just a small part of your story because I know there's much bigger, you know, many, many parts and facets to to your story and to your journey. And it's just been just a blessing just to hear a small part of it. And I just cannot wait to see what he, more he has in store for you and just the power that it's just going to come through you. So thank you so much for just allowing me to interview you for just being on my my podcast. Because I was like, okay, I, I need her. I need her. And it's like, and, and, and it just came in late. Like, okay, I need her. So thank you so much for being a part of this. And I thank you so much for having me. It is definitely um, an honor to be asked um, to be a part of what you're doing because you are such a powerful voice in the spoken word community and um and I know I remember talking to you even you remember when you were doing the interviews with um we were doing the meet me on the road um yes yes and you were doing the interviews for that and I was like this is what you should be doing like to so to see you doing this after seeing you do that like I just I remember that and I remember thinking god like she is good like yes like this is it this is it you know and so to see you doing this now is just a it is amazing and it warms my heart it um brings tears to my eyes <laughs> when I think about it because I know that all the things that we do at the ministry um you know, it's to train us. One of the things mm -hmm. Pastor Poe used to say is that we are eagles. And so we come into the ministry to be trained to fly and to soar, to do the things that he has called us to do outside of the walls. And so you doing the things that you were doing inside the walls was just a training ground for what God has for you outside of the walls. And so to see that this is a manifestation of that, it's a manifestation of that word. And so I'm so thankful, one, that you stepped out and you're doing it, you know, and two, that you saw it fit to let me be a part of what you're doing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. 
Thank you so much. Oh, I'm going to be just like, like I said, first it was Tasha Cobbs. <laughs> then you just like kind of just, just rip things up and I'm like, dude, I'm a mess. So thank you so, so much. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you for giving me your time and just for just pouring out. Yes, ma'am. I love you, my sister friend. Love you too. And this is Randy J. Norman on Soundproof Creatives. You have a great evening.